0: Don't wait until the beginning of the new year to start this. Don't wait until it's warm. Stats show if you decrease quite a bit now, you never really get it back. And if you do a little bit of decreasing over time, then at some point in time, they've really depleted the amount of physical activity they've had. And we don't want that to be the case. We know that they need to stay healthy. welcome to the generation youth podcast where we ignite the future by empowering our youth i'm james mclamp your host founder and ceo of generation youth and the author of the best-selling book tomorrow's youth whether you're a parent an educator youth pastor or coach join us as we dive into the pressing issues facing our young people today together We'll unlock the strategies, insights, and inspiration to elevate and equip our next generation. Stay with us, and let's make a difference, one youth at a time. Welcome to the Generation Youth Podcast. I am your host, James McGlam, and I am here today with Sarah Beth, my daughter, and we're getting close to Christmas break. Uh, the winter break for for schools and stuff. How are you doing as the year closes down?
1: Well, I'm excited for a new year. Um, <laughs> but I'm doing well. I'm excited for the holidays and getting a break um, from work and spending time with family. So,
0: <laughs> well, we're today's topic is the second really on our winter Christmas topics. Last week, you and I discussed the way that these types of holidays can. Produce some anxiety, some stress, and even depression among young people. And this week, we wanted to venture into a new topic on staying active and healthy, really having physical wellness tips during, for youth during winter break. And I know that's an increasing importance, uh, very much so importance for youth during the cold, colder months as people tend to be less active during this time of year, are you seeing that as a teacher that your students are less active now than they've been before?
1: Oh yeah. And especially a lot of my students um, play sports. And hmm. so a lot of them do fall sports or they do spring sports. And then there's like this lull in between, except for those who like play basketball, I don't teach many basketball players. So they have like this lull, but then I have, so I have some students like that I have other students who are trying to compete with me in the gym. So they're there every day, but more so, students who are in between seasons or just students who don't they don't stay active at all
0: (laughs) Mm, that that that's not a good, good thing there we really need to look at why this can happen we also know that this time of the year typically increases the calorie intake in our diets and stuff that really starts i would say it starts probably around uh maybe halloween yeah and with with the candy influx there, then it drives up a little bit at at Thanksgiving with the big meal that people typically have during that time and during during the holiday, the rest of the holiday season, there's just constant grazing of of candies and goodies and sweets and stuff that tend to be a part of our our routine during this time. so when you've got an increase in calories, so it's it's really important for us to to stay healthy during this time. Days are getting shorter. Shorter daylight hours, colder temperatures—all those things, types of uh, of things are, are, you know, really, really decrease it. But it's extremely important for us to say this. Why do you think it's important for us to stay healthy and, and uh, during this time of the year?
1: Yeah, I mean, one, I personally, um, it gives a reason for a New Year's resolution, and I almost think a New Year's resolution should be a continuation of what you already do. Otherwise, you're not going to start it. Um, Mm. so yeah, um, it gives a lot of people a reason for a new year's resolution and most people don't stick to it, but also for me, it increases my mood and makes me happier. And it lets me get rid of the frustrations going on, um, Mm. through physical activity. Um, but especially for students, like they sit, um, young people sit in a chair most of the time for eight hours a day. Um, yep. like a full grown adult sitting at a work desk and we talk about the importance of adults getting up and moving every hour, you know, like they'll sit at your work desk too long. Well, students are doing that too. And so it's important for them to move around because they don't need crickety knees and bad backs and to have worries about health at 16 years old. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> I agree completely with that. It is a difficult time during this time. So important for us to understand some of the challenges.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so can you discuss some of the ways we can stay active, particularly, you know, like just some examples of what you're thinking, um, like why it's so important um, in terms of challenges that are going on right now?
0: Why it's so challenging for us to stay active during this time?
1: Yeah, yeah. I praise the Well, we, we
0: mentioned one of them, which happens around the 1st of November, is when the daylight uh, changes. I mean, we're getting home. For many people who are adults who are getting home that are working, they're getting home somewhere between that five and six o'clock hour. It's already dark. Now, think about this for youth. Youth are getting out of school somewhere between two and three thirty, depending on where they are uh, in the United States and the type of school that they have. And during a spring or the summer months or even the most of the fall, they have two, maybe three, sometimes as much as four hours of good, solid Active time before they need to start getting ready for their evening, but that's not the case in the fall. We we get home and we start to get those, I don't know those those wintertime blues. You know, it's already getting dark, and oh, I feel like I need to go to sleep already. So that's that's one thing. It's the shorter daylight hours. The colder weather tends to to be in effect. Parts of the country are already very cold. Uh, currently, where we're, you and I live here in North Carolina, we're undergoing a, a weekend that's kind of uh, unseasonable. We, we it's a little warm this weekend. It's supposed to be more seasonable over the next week. But last year, I remember during this time of the year, it was the coldest week that we had had in several years. You know, where the where the highs were not even getting out of the low thirties. Uh, the the lows were around the, you know the ten to twelve. And for North Carolina, that's extremely cold. But Think about that over a long period of time in sections that you are. You don't want to get out in that kind of stuff. You just don't want to get those energies. So that that cold weather tends to really, really affect you in this. And to be honest with you, we're really, really busy as a culture between Thanksgiving and, and on to the first of the year. I mean, it's increasingly busy. You've got End of year activities with your family, you've got holiday plans, you may be traveling somewhere. Uh, if you're in school, you got school activities. If you're involved with uh, a church of some time, you got church activities that are all happening. Your your time is really plus, you want to make time for shopping in somewhere or another. Somebody wants to go shopping during this time. So you, you know, there's lots of different things that uh, that can happen during this thing. Do you do you see? Any any other things that I missed on some of the challenges of staying active during the winter?
1: I think you hit it right on the head. I mean, we I'm leaving school at 3.30, 4 o'clock, and it's, it mm-hmm. seems like the sun's already setting. And I'm like, yeah, there's the day. Yep, <laughs> that was it. Yeah, it sun's it happens so quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I get done working out around 5.30, 6 o'clock, and I'm like, it feels like it's 10 p.m. right now. And I'm no different than anyone else in the world. So everyone else is probably feeling that way. But yeah, I think you definitely hit it right on the head. Do you think there are any challenges, any of these challenges that are uniquely facing today's generation compared to previous generations?
0: Hmm. Well, I think the advent of technology in such a way so that we're so screen dependent allows us to engage in activities to keep our mind occupied and to keep us occupied that provide uh, that cause us to be more sedentary, you know, that causes mm-hmm. us to to not move around, to not engage, to not do things that we normally want to do. So we do have quite a bit of, of, of people who are who are not as active as they once were um, in, in previous generations. So I think that has a lot to do with where mm-hmm. in previous generations before there was so much to engage you on uh, television, so much to engage you on the Internet you you were doing activities outside because there was really honestly nothing else you could do so you were still staying involved as we've moved away let's let's even go back a little farther as we've moved more away from a farm setting, from a more agricultural base you do not have the chores the outside type of activities to engage in that they used to so it's it tends to be a more sedentary uh type activities your your sister who's 13 years old It's difficult for us to get her moving sometimes because she just wants to sit and and kind of veg out when she gets uh, home from school. And so I think there is some challenges that are unique to this generation. There's not the opportunities that naturally come as a part of their life as there used to be. So we have to be involved with these more.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, What are so what do you think some key benefits are? um for staying active um especially during the winter because we talked about like why they aren't but what are some benefits of okay let's get physically active what are some benefits of that
0: well I recently read a study that talked about the fact that our our activities decrease as colder temperatures come in and as wetter temperatures uh, weather tends to get more wet precipitation gets more as that tends to move in that it can decrease as much as 3 to 5% of our physical activities. And that even as we increase this during the summer months, it does not compensate for what we've lost. So mm-hmm. from a physical standpoint, if you're not staying consistently active during the winter months, you may lose some of that muscle, some of that, you know, your ability to, to be physically active and physically fit and, and not gain it back. -hmm. It's not like oh I'll gain it back during the off season. That's going to be tremendously hard to do. I mean, you and I work out quite a bit. We go to the gym Mm -hmm. and on average around four to six times a week. And we know that if we miss a long period of time, it takes an increasingly long period of time, a very intense work to get back to where we had lost. So it's easier just to stay if we're staying active to keep at that level. So physical activities do this, and that increases your your energy, you know, it keeps keeps you up energy-wise. Mental health, let's relate it back to last week. This can help ease the holiday stress. We talked about that as one of the tips last week is that if you want to help through anxiety and depression and stress, stay active. Try to keep yourself going. We talked about taking walks last week, and that can help as well keep that activity. It can, you know, we know that physical activity and staying healthy and staying active does improve. Your mental performance, so your academic performance will be better. Those who are staying, keeping their body healthy and active tend to do better in school. You can help maintain that excessive calorie intake that we talked about, all those cookies. I must admit that before we got on here, I had a cookie and I thought about when I was getting through it. You know, that's not probably the best thing in the world to do. Um, Keep that winter blues off, uh, boost your energy, ease the stress. You know, there's so many things, keeping in a routine right. as it's going forward. All those can help really increase their health during this time overall. There are so many aspects of this to do, but it's so difficult to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think when you you mentioned mental health in there, and then we moved on to academic performance, can you give a little more insight on mental health um, specifically, in youth during this time and how it's kind of increasing?
0: Um, well, we the- know that by being active, it releases uh, naturally producing hormones in our body that are healthy for us. And when those hormones are released, they can help relieve stress. They can help relieve anxiety. It can help us focus better in life. We, we know this. This is studies that we know. We know that by uh, keeping yourself uh, healthy, you know, if your body is feeling better, your mind is going to feel better. Your mind is going to function more because you're not having to worry with uh you know the pains and the illness and all those types of things that are going along with it. So there are so many aspects that of staying healthy mentally wise that are related to physical. You really can't separate the two and that's mm-hmm. why we see increasing rates of suicide and depression going up during the winter. Not
1: mm-hmm. only
0: because dark we have more darkness. And we're not in to, you know, it's because people are not outside more because of the darkness and the cold temperatures. And as a result of not being outside more, their physical activities decrease. Mm -hmm. All of it contributes to the things that that we talked about last week, you know, with anxiety and stress, depression and on the extreme end, suicide.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. I definitely um, I tell my students, I'm like, you guys were lacking vitamin D. Let's go on a walk. And uh, they're like, it's it's 20 degrees outside. And I'm like, well, what? we got to get it somehow.
0: <laughs> hey, I mean, you just hit on something. We know vitamin D, the sunshine vitamin, that we get that naturally from the sun. But we mm-hmm. know, studies have proven that that is one of the most crucial vitamins for our health that can ke- increase our immune system. I take a vitamin D supplement every single day to help counteract the fact that I may not be getting as much sun as I used to when I was younger and, and had a job and roles and responsibilities that allowed me to be outside more so yeah you that's a great point I mean you really got to stay on that vitamin d kick
1: yeah and moving kind of to what my students were saying um do you have any suggestions for like indoor activities for when it is too cold for north carolina it's like 30 degrees and below but like for when it's too cold maybe bad weather outside anything they can do to stay active inside
0: well let's first go with indoor workouts we live in a world in which you're able to access anything you want to on the internet now you can pay for platforms that'll get you active that's what your mom does she's very very active she pays for a platform that streams workouts into the house here and she's on it every single day I mean, she's very, very committed to doing that. I think she takes off one day a week in which she does not act. But you don't have to pay for that stuff. There are countless things on YouTube that allow you to work out and do some activities at all different levels that you want to be. You can either find stuff on TikTok and on uh, Instagram. Now, I know for the folks who've been listening to the show for a while, they're like, did James just say are you should you use social media when he's been so anti that? What I'm saying is, is if you are using it, let's use it productively and let's find those channels that can get something on there. So there are home workouts that you can do. Some of our youth are going to turn up their nose at this, but yoga is a viable option for staying healthy, staying flexible. Have you done a lot with yoga?
1: Um, I did in college. I took, so I would do like classes at the gym at NC State. Um, and they had a yoga class I would go to on I think it was like Wednesday nights or something I would go. And I was a downer on yoga. I, I was and then I did it. And my favorite part of the whole thing was at the beginning. And at the end, they would have you lay on the ground and just <laughs> lay there. And that was the only thing I was pretty good at. I could lay on the ground and breathe, I couldn't do the flexibility stuff. But it helped me like in other aspects of my life, like my lower back pain started going away. And I was like, huh, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go back. And then just, I honestly went to lay on the ground for three minutes and have someone talk me through like, breathe and get what you want in life and (laughs) that sort of thing. But I loved it. And I was a downer. So.
0: (laughs) Well, I think you've got a good point there. Some of these aspects, you know, yoga can help in that way. Help your mental health, help your flexibility, help your strength. Yoga really works on muscles that you commonly don't think about. Those those mm-hmm. smaller uh, connector muscles than than the big, you know, heavy duty ones that that we yeah. tend to work with quite a bit. So we got home workouts, yoga could be a part of it. So, so if you're into dance, uh, you know that could be an aspect of it. Doing something with dance, indoor sports is a great aspect of doing something like that. Uh, that would be basketball, volleyball. There's just so many different things. Something that you can engage in most. Community centers do have summer basketball leagues or summer volleyball leagues, uh, pickup things. Many churches have athletic centers that are a part of it. Some schools, do your, does your school that you teach at have any opportunity for students to come in and have a kind of an open gym, or is it just related to the athletes?
1: Yeah, we do it. Um, we have this thing called pack time. It's like an hour lunch, and the students only get 30 minutes of lunch, and the other 30 minutes they have to do like academic remediation, or they can choose... Um, another activity, and they do like open gym type things mm. that they can sign so up there for. You yeah. Up. yeah, they do like pickleball and basketball, and I think there's a walking. They they walk. I think that's one.
0: <laughs> and you know, this sounds funny, but one activity that will increase your, you know, could help with your physical fitness as well is just simply walking while you're, you know, during shopping times. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to areas where you have to walk quite a bit to go shopping. Now, unfortunately, today, my preferred method of shopping is has nothing to do with walking or anything. I can sit right here on this Apple phone, and I can go through online shopping and never have to leave my, my chair. But if you're getting out, that's a good aspect of being able to walk, being able to get things uh, going forward. But you got to be intentional. You know, if you're going to do indoor, you, you've got to be intentional. You got any thoughts on any indoor activities that you would suggest people? I mean, we obviously could say join a gym somewhere, but that might not be feasible for everyone. Yeah.
1: Um, so, I I mean, I do the YouTube workouts. When I was in college, I would do those all the time. Um, I found classes I could go to. Um, sometimes those are free. I know that ClassPass um, is like an app that you can download, um, and it gives you like 10 free classes that you can go to. Um. So if you have, I'm not trying to cheat the system, but if you have a couple email addresses or some friends, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I liked doing that. I got to try like indoor cycling and yoga and Pilates and just try new things. But that was something that I really liked doing was trying a new skill. And they have all the videos on YouTube of learn how to do this. And this is what you have to do to figure out how to do this. Like I've been trying to figure out a handstand, a free standing handstand for a long time. But in order to do that, I have to work on my core strength. And so I do a core Mm -hmm. workout and then I work on that. And so learning a new skill can be fun Um, and doing the preparation to get that new skill is fun, too. So, you know, I
0: I think one of the problems with doing indoor workouts is it typically is done by yourself. Unless you're engaging in some kind of sport, recreational activity, you're by yourself. But one of the things that your mom does that kind of gets past that, and I'll, I'll see her doing it every Saturday morning, is she will not only view her workout on television or through some streaming device, she will also connect with other people working out at the same time through Zoom. So there Mm -hmm. might be five or six ladies that she's working out with across the country, across the state, across the country, and they're all doing their individual workouts. So they have their uh, cameras on, but they're audio muted, so you can't hear what they're doing, but you can actually see each other. And then there's a little bit of connection there, and we know that that's important, so uh, you know to be able to connect with each other during that. So, you know, hey, guys, you can do that. Girls. Or FaceTime. Yeah, yeah, Ed, girls. There's no reason why you can't do some kind of workout with your buddies, or, or you know, try to do something, even if it's just for 15 minutes instead of the 30 to to hour in which she does on those things. So, indoor activities, a lot of opportunities there available. It's you just have to be intentional, and you've got to be intentional, especially if you're in parts of the country that are cold. Uh, here in the south. It gets cold here, but it doesn't stay cold for very long. And if you're in the deep south, then it may not stay cold. It, you know, might have two days of cold the whole summer. So,
1: yeah, yeah. Are there any specific programs um, that you can think of um, that they could harp in on?
0: Well, I don't. I don't want to promote any uh, necessary platforms that over one over another. But I would say you could Google anything on. You know, search anything on YouTube and be able to find some very effective ones. There are some very good people on Instagram that you can follow as well. You'll just have to search for, you know, people who are doing workouts and they will do something. There's a, uh, for the gentleman out there, there's a guy who talks about dad workouts and they're all, you know, relatively easy workouts. He, he films himself doing them outside, but you know, you you can certainly adapt them to be doing them in your garage and stuff. And they're mostly body weight workouts with maybe, some, some dumbbells. So, you know, something that you can do that's very easy, that's in the combined area. So search YouTube, search social media, you should be able to find what you're looking for uh, with relative ease and stuff. Hey, and if you're listening to us, put it in, if you're watching this on YouTube, put in the show comments, what are some ideas that you have so that folks can share those as well? Yeah.
1: Um, So moving away from inside, what are some outdoor um, activities that they could do during the winter months?
0: Well, outdoor activities is going to be weather dependent, of course. It's going to be much more difficult there. But let's first talk about those who are living in colder environments. If you're living in colder environments, you're very much used to it. And so you may be into snow type uh, sports or winter sports. You may be doing some things like snow skiing or Either, it, you know, as downhill skiing or maybe even cross-country skiing in some aspect or another. Hockey, for those who are very much involved in it. Ice skating, for those who have an opportunity to do stuff. Those are all things that allow you to get the benefits of fresh air and what limited sunshine that you can get outside. I mean, in some areas of the state, uh, some areas of the country, especially for our listeners who are in Canada, you know, you're going to be able to take advantage of these opportunities and it still have be in those cold environments with, with with full sunlight because of the temperature in the South and the more warmer things. Hiking is a great aspect of, it. um, you know, from our conversations that I have, you know, not only am I working out during the week, but I'm shifting a little bit more towards doing some, some, uh, weighted hiking, which is called rucking, mm-hmm. you know, being able to hike with, with, with either a weighted vest or a weighted backpack to try to increase and get those types of things going forward, so there are activities you can do that are like that outdoor activities as well Darren I know your brother uh was doing quite a bit of activities during the winter last year um
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know he was doing uh spike ball and 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 uh you know ultimate Frisbee and even Frisbee golf, which allowed him to walk distances over yourself. And he was doing that during the winter months, bundle up, go out, dress in yeah. layers so that you can shed it down. No. What are some of the things that you've done?
1: Um, so something I do when it's a little bit warmer is I run outside. Um, I think that's, it's easy. It doesn't require anything besides a pair of tennis shoes. It has some headphones unless you're, you're into running without sound, <laughs> but I run um, cause I can do that. I mean, I can do it from thirty-five degrees up to like, mm, I'm not gonna say ninety. I can't run for very far in ninety degrees, um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that gets a little too hot. But that like keeps you warm and you're moving, and then you can see Christmas lights as you're running. Um, yeah. I like to run. In yeah, um, that's a good plan. Yeah, um, I also go on walks. Um, I do walks with my classes. We go out on walks. We walk through the woods. They hate me um, until they get out there and they see something cool. And they're like, hey, this is fun. I'm like, yeah, you were cold two seconds ago. I make them all tell me they were chilly before we leave. So I don't have to hear it again. But I like walking and running. And I don't have a ton of space here at my house. um, But I do jump rope a lot. Um, I do it inside. Which is
0: an indoor or outdoor activity. They could do either one of those.
1: Yeah, I do it inside. um, But I got a new mat so I could do it outside if I wanted to as well. Um, but I like that. I wish I had a bike. That would be fun. A lot of my friends are biking right now. They'll do mountain biking, road biking. Um, I don't have one, but my friends are doing it.
0: <laughs> well, those are good yeah. activities as well.
1: Yeah. Is there anything that parents can do um, to ensure like that safety factor? Because we talked about doing some sports that might not be safe, but also uh, maybe not all parents want their child to run by themselves. Um, what's some safety things that parents can ensure that their kids are safe?
0: Well, if you're concerned about the, the safety and health of your child while they're engaging in these outdoor activities, we could take running as an example. I would encourage maybe running with them or getting them involved with other youth in their area that would like to run with them. Due to the fact that what we said earlier is a problem, and that is shorter daylight hours, there is a chance they're going to be running in the evening where it gets a little bit darker. So you might want them to engage in that. As far as being out t- outside as well, you want to dress in layers, not one heavy coat, one heavy you know ski jacket that keeps you warm at minus ten thousand degrees, you know that you could walk through Antarctica in you would rather dress in layers because you're going to sweat, you're going to get hot, and you want to be able to escape some of that, and then when you get finished, you will want to be able to put stuff back on to keep yourself warm as the 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 sweat that you had starts to engage in the air and the you know starts to maybe get a little bit colder on your body and and it could lower your core temperature so you want to dress in layers so those are some of the things that you could do and making sure maybe that they're not outside for an excessive amount of time it's much better for them to have two 15 to 20 minute activities than it would be for one hour if the temperature is prohibitive. now here in the south you know, today's high, this is, we're doing this, recording this the 1st of December, and today's high was what, low 70, around 70, 72, something like that, so it was very warm, we had no problem with that at all, but last, what was it, two weeks ago, I think the high was like 37 or something like that, 38. It was cold, yeah. Yeah, see, that type of day, you might want to be out there for only 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes at, at maybe at the most, and come back in, warm up, do that later, where today you can stay out there for you know all afternoon and it not been a problem. So you want to keep those things in, in, in mind. Keep safety in mind. There's always safety in numbers. Being in areas and locations that they're very familiar with, especially if they're hiking or doing anything on that for long distances, I would certainly would not encourage doing that. <laughs> Alone at any time of the year, if possible, unless you're very, very familiar with the area. So those are the types of things that they could do, you know, to help them going through these times. Dressing in layers, shorten the activity, uh, outside exposure if it's cold.
1: Absolutely, and hydrating because even if you're cold and chilly, you still need water. I learned that the hard way the other day. I ran like five miles, and I was so, so thirsty at the end because I was cold, so I didn't want to drink water. Mm. Um, so I, I hydration, too, even if you're cold.
0: Yep. Very <laughs> so. very good point. Great point.
1: Yeah. Kind of going with hydration, how important is the nutritional side of things? Because we talked about all the Christmas um, cookies and all the holiday treats and all the big meals. How important is nutrition and how does it complement physical activity?
0: Gosh, I wish I was with someone who could say that they understood this to the point that they practiced everything they preached i do know a little bit about it i'm not very good at keeping my nutrition considerations and and doing what i need to do there in holiday seasons but you, you really gotta be intentional about having a balanced uh, diet during this time period not so heavily on the calorie intake And that's very hard to do i mean like i said i had a cookie today and we were talking with our small group at church this morning about making little you know uh Holiday gift bags, which are include like cookies and sweets and stuff, and giving them out to to people in in neighborhoods as you know, as, as just as just a gift uh, from us, and so we're contributing to that. So you have to be intentional about that. You have to be very very active. There was a several years ago, probably about a decade ago, and you may remember this. I during Christmas, I decided to not do anything sweet for that entire month. And I was very intentional about it, and I was miserable. I do remember you being cranky. Miserable. <laughs> it was not good during that time period. But I think now I have to do things in moderation, uh, drink a lot of water, as we talked about with hydration, trying to keep away from the calorie-infested drinks, you know, sodas, um, punches. Uh, eggnog, any of those types of things that youth might engage in, especially soda, juices, uh, hot during chocolate. Cho- oh, hot chocolate is a good one. I'm not a coffee drinker, but you know, all those the, the things that fall under the hot umbrella that you could get at, at different coffee shops certainly can add to your calorie intake. So you got to do all these things in moderation. Um, Being very intentional. As you go through, because once we get through this holiday season, you know we've got uh, New Year's Eve, which is another big meal evening type thing, and then folks say, "Oh, well, we get into it kind of low." Well, the kind of the ending of the holiday, I mean, the winter food fest, the winter diving into the food fest tends to be Super Bowl Sunday, and so you've all you, you got to think through all this kind of stuff. How do I get myself back healthy and how do I get myself going? It's much easier, as you mentioned, Sarah Beth, to have a constant routine of being healthy, both through nutritionally and activity, than it is to try to start something new on January 2nd.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And something else I kind of think about, too, is instead of, if you do have New Year's resolutions, doing not, I want to lose this much weight or I want to do this, instead Every day, I want to drink this much water. Every day, I want to work out. Every day, I want to do this. And then that's easier to track and progress coming from someone who had a New Year's resolution of, um, for two Mm -hmm. years, I had a New Year's resolution. I'm going to lose 15 pounds this year. And the two years that I had that as my resolution, this was in college, you know, after the freshman 15, and then I was traveling for years, I gained weight. Those two years, when I set that as my goal, I never reached it. Um, But then when I was like, I'm going to work out every day. I'm going to eat healthier. I'm going to make sure I have something green every day. That's when um, the consistency paid off and I, I was able to do it. Not when I set those specific goals. So that consistency. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So do you have any, oh, sorry, I hit the table. <laughs> do you have any like recommendations, like simple recipes or snacks that you could enjoy? Um, because not everything is boring that's healthy do you have any recipes or ideas
0: i don't have recipes but i do say that you could google certain ones that you could do things staying more towards fruits during this time period as your snacks now we know fruits contain sugar too but it does it is much healthier doing that than it is a cookie now i'm a cookie eater i'd rather have a cookie than a brownie than a piece of cake than any other kind of thing i'd rather have some cookies but, you know, maybe I should be going and having, you know, some slices of orange, uh, orange slices or uh, not orange slices, the candy, actually slices of oranges <laughs> or apples or, or something like that. In which to. So those types of simple snacks and stuff that that could be, you know, you need to kind of incorporate that as well, more than candy or cookies or the typical things that we see uh, being pushed towards us during this time period.
1: Absolutely. One of my favorite things to do is one of the my favorite desserts, I'll put in quotations here, uh, is an apple, which is convenient because my brother's allergic to peanut butter. But it's an apple, peanut butter and a couple chocolate chips. So I get the chocolate, but it's overall pretty healthy as a dessert that I really love to enjoy.
0: Well, That sounds positive. Uh,
1: yeah, I love it. Um, how can parents and educators motivate and kind of support all these healthy habits that we've talked about today?
0: Well, I'm going to give you five tips that I, I think are easy for us to do and is a great place to start. Number one is go for holiday walks. Go for holiday walks as a family. You know, as growing up, we would go on holiday walks with you guys always and see Christmas lights. You know, we would go down and around our block and, and through the neighborhood and try to see the different ones along the golf course. That was a a part of what we did as we walked through. We wanted to see that. And that's something that you could do as a family in the early evenings as well, especially if you're in areas uh, that uh, maybe the weather has not turned so bad that that you're able to enjoy that. And and there may be a certain aspect of being able to enjoy it, even when it's a little nippy or cold outside. But holiday walks are just such a great way to do stuff. Enjoy it with your family. Second thing I would encourage is try to turn your holiday chores into some kind of game. What are some things that you are asking your child to do, your youth to do, that are a part of their living as a part of their family that you could turn into a game, that you could turn into things? Now, holiday chores can also be physical activities as well. Raking leaves, cleaning up the outside, doing things as a family outside you know as, as you're creating as the weather permits those can get you active and can get things moving it doesn't have to be an intensive long amount of stuff but it can add to this even putting up christmas lights is a physical activity i know it's not a heavy one but you are getting up and moving and that's the important thing let's get up and let's get moving so going for a walk creating chores that that you know are fun that are game or whatever get creative And decrease the amount of screen time as much as you can for your young person. Get get them away from that screen as much as they can. Maybe limit the amount of television they can watch on this. Or or make uh, TV watching, movie watching, screen time watching an event. We're going to do it for this particular time, on this particular day, for this long. And it's going to be something big. We're going to watch this Christmas cartoon or this Christmas movie or something and... Yeah, and we can move forward going on these things that that really can help folks, you know, be intentional about uh, decreasing screen time. That's significant. If you can decrease the screen time, they gotta they've gotta keep their minds active somewhere, and it's naturally gives you an opportunity to go forward outside, playing in the snow if you're in the areas that can do that. How much fun is that? If you're in the south, going on hikes, going on walks like jogs run bike rides those types of things to get out and enjoy the weather and take advantage of your community free acti- uh, holiday events there are lots of things that are going on in your community maybe there are outdoor christmas lights displays maybe there are outdoor carnivals or festivals christmas carnivals christmas festivals something going on in which you can enjoy those things a lot of places have uh, events on uh, parades routes in which you can be a part of, that you can see things. Take advantage of these things to get yourself outside so you can get some fresh air, you can get some sunshine, and that you can keep yourself active and get moving. So anything you have on those?
1: I, I really like the bike ride idea. I don't know what it is lately. I've been wanting to ride a bike, but I like the idea. Yeah, just walking and spending time outside with your friends and family. Something you could do like a I don't know, some sort of an Olympic game thing with your family, like make up a whole bunch of activities and it's a relay race and compete. If you have family coming into the town, I used to make my brother run obstacle courses in the yard and he loved <laughs> it, despite what he said. And that's something fun you could do. Use that creative uh, flow.
0: Well, as we close this out, let's give some final thoughts on, the importance of staying active and stuff. I cannot, I mean, we really cannot emphasize this enough. You want to get away from the holiday blues. You want to help your youth stay active, help them engage in things. Don't wait until the spring kicks in and you know the days start getting longer and the birds start twittering in a lot more and you start hearing the wonderful sounds of spring. Take advantage of the things during the winter. Take advantage of the opportunities that that you have here to stay active and healthy during this winter time especially during winter break any thoughts that you have on this
1: i i you know i go to the gym six days a week so i'm a big advocate of physical activity and move in and uh for teachers maybe you have a competition with your students and see who can get the most physical activity out of the day students you could have it with each other i know i have a little competition going with some of my students to see who can PR a lift first or something like that. I can't exactly (laughs) remember what it was, but that that to me is fun, making a competition. So if you're competitive, make it a competition with friends and see what new things you can try, and maybe you'll like it. So,
0: Well, audience, listen, if you've got any tips or if you've got any experiences that you would like, we'd love to hear from you. So share it in the show notes. Uh, Go on our social media page, add it. We'll be talking a lot about this during the week that this airs. Uh, go to our, our uh, website, put it on our, you know, comment on our blogs, or go to our LinkedIn page, comment it on it there. We'd love to hear from you about what you're doing to help your young person stay active and stay healthy during the winter time. Don't wait until the beginning of the new year to start this. Don't wait until it's warm. Stats show that there, if you decrease quite a bit now, you never really get it back. And if you do a little bit of decreasing over time, then at some point in time, they, they've really depleted the amount of physical activity they've had. And we don't want that to be the case. We know that they need to stay healthy on this. So, Sarah, so thank you for joining us on this topic. Uh, audience, thank you for sticking with us. listening Generation Youth audience. If you stuck with us this long, you really have found some value in this. So please like and share and comment on this podcast. Give us a thumbs up on this. Give us a good rating. Share it with others. And we'll see you again very soon on the Generation Youth Podcast. And there you have it, another impactful episode of the Generation Youth Podcast. To all of our listeners out there, remember to hit that subscribe button on your preferred podcast platform so you can never miss an episode. Want to be a part of the Generation Youth community? Follow us on all of our social media platforms. We'll keep you connected with all of our upcoming episodes and inspiring initiatives. You're not just a listener here. You're a catalyst for change. Together, we're building a future filled with promise, potential, and endless possibilities. This journey is just starting, so keep tuning in, keep growing, and let's continue uplifting our youth one episode at a time. Thank you for joining us today, and until next time, let's keep sparking inspiration and igniting the future.